it's Friday, which means another episode of People Like You. My name is Emmanuel Osasiri, your online person trainer and wellness coach. And today I met with a very special guest, Mr. Gannon Brown. So Gannon Brown is actually my brother-in-law, um, super into business, super busy guy, but he always has a well-balanced um, workout schedule. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but first go ahead and introduce yourself, Brant Gannon, tell us a little something about yourself. Well, first of all, I wanted to thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and pleasure to be here with you, and congrats on your show. Thank you. So I, uh, as you introduce, I'm Gannon Brown. I'm a uh, former actor, former corporate executive, uh, and business owner. Right, of course, yeah. of course. So you do a lot of traveling, and I like that a lot of my listeners, they're, all, they're, they're busy as well. A lot of them travel, a lot of them aren't as home, mm-hmm. um, especially on a consistent basis. And so I know that your story is going to be very consistent and help a lot of people with, and be relatable to a lot of people that travel as well. So tell us about your workout schedule. From what I understand, um, I've seen you at the gym, the local gym a couple of times. So what I understand, you generally work out in the mornings and how did you kind of get to like arranging your fitness schedule to where it is? Yeah. So I, I work out in the morning because if I don't do it in the morning, it really doesn't get done. Right. I'll spend the whole day lying to myself saying, I'm going to work out. I'm going to work out. Uh, and it just never happens. Right. And one of the things I find for me in the, in the evening, the weights are a lot heavier. Uh, and the jogs are a lot tougher Tired. than they are when you do it in the morning. Right. So I have the most energy in the morning. So uh, the alarm clock goes off about 4 o'clock. Uh, sometimes you hit the snooze. So sometime around 4, between 4 and 4.30, usually I get out of bed. Right. And I'm usually walking in the gym around 5 or 5.30. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So how long have you been working out for, like, as far as, um, as far as, like, your fitness journey? Where did it start? Where did it begin? What got you into fitness? And then we'll kind of go from there. Okay, so as you know, we know we're all blessed, or uh, some of us are cursed with a certain type of inheritance, right? Okay. And I'm very fortunate in that I had parents that were fit people, uh, and they also were into nutrition. So that was great for me because as a kid, I got to see the example of my mom working out, my dad working out. You know, in our house, we very rarely had soda, sugary cereals, things like that. So I learned from an early age certain things just you know, weren't stuff that you, you really ate. Very rarely did we get to go out and have fast food, right? right? So those are things that uh, kind of helped me when I was young as examples. And then I started working out uh, probably about 24 or 25 years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's very nice consistent. And I think that's important part as far as, I think maybe last episode, I talked about the importance of having an environment, a, yeah. a healthy environment. I actually read something. Um, I listened to James Clear a lot. I, I don't know if you've heard of him, business guy, but he um, he really hammers on the, the theory of habits. Yeah. And he says, habits are very hard to change. Mm-hmm but it's a lot easier to change your environment. And so if you want to be somebody that works out, then, you know, put your gym bag next to the door. Um, You know, make sure your fridge is, you know, supportive for your fitness goals and everything. Make sure you don't buy certain foods. So it sounds like, you know, growing up in an active household, that kind of helped you 25 years ago to right now. So you work also in, um, or you have experience in the pharmaceutical um, uh, realm, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, kind of talk about being in that field, how regular exercise helps with or kind of maybe supplements a lot of the things that you prescribe or talk to doctors about for healthier lives. Well, I think one of the things, really irrespective of your profession, you know, you are your own brand. Right. And so people look at you and they're already making assessments and judgments based on your appearance. Right. Uh, and the pharmaceutical business does tend to look for individuals who are more on the quote unquote fitter side. Right. 
Um, but it is a job that, you know, you're going around seeing doctors all day, so you're in and out of your car. Um, you're up and down stairs and out of elevators, running across, you know, parking lots, doing all kinds of things. So you're definitely getting your steps in there, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, for whatever your job is, it's good to, to be a fit person. You can uh, have greater energy to attack it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think that like a lot, what, what I'm, one of the things I like talking about on here particular is how regular fitness translates to people's jobs and stuff. Like I had somebody Absolutely. a couple episodes back, uh, Tyler, I think, um, who talked about how he's a power lifter and how that helps him do his manual labor you know, work at, gotcha. at work and everything. So that's a huge component that I try to hammer on. Um, are there certain certain type of uh, exercise or workout routines that you feel give you more energy throughout the day? Or what's your workout schedule like right now? Well, you know what? Um, I think for me, the, the biggest thing about working out is, number one, to be consistent. Right. Right. And just the mental discipline that it um, that it helps you to develop. You know, we've all been in the gym grinding it out and we've all wanted to quit and, you know, stop early. Of course. And having a stick-to-itiveness, I think, is very helpful. Uh, and I think that it's something that then translates into life. Right. In fact, uh, I recently joined the new Toastmasters group and there was a woman I was speaking with and she was telling me that she had was depressed, she was a divorcee, she was 100-some pounds overweight, and how getting involved in fitness changed her whole life. Yeah. Right, and so it's one of the things that can do that. Uh, currently, what I've got going is I'm on a four-day routine. Okay. I do a full-body workout uh, four days a week, uh, and I start off with about 30 minutes of cardio first. Right. Um, it's a pretty demanding routine. That's why we only do it four days a week. Right, right, for sure. <laughs> no, I suspect I'm also four days as well, too, and I mean, I trust that you kind of like, or I take it that you switch it up from time to time, or how does that work with your regular routine? So what happens is that there's actually within it, there's four different routines. Right. But each day you're hitting, you know, chest, legs, shoulders, arms, right. back, the whole thing. Right, right. Yeah. And I like that you mentioned consistency as well, too, because that's one of the main like things that I teach at Daily Fit Boost mm -hmm. is just, again, habit, consistency, um, uh, environment as well, too. So... Along your, I mean, everybody's busy. You're a very busy guy. Um, everybody has setbacks of some sort within their fitness right. journey, whether it's being out for surgery, whether being traveling away from your local gym. What are some times or how do you bounce back from times where you're not, maybe not able to get into the gym as consistency as consistently as you would like to? Yeah. Well, I can give you three quick examples. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, one of the things I would say is that uh, growing up in an active fit household was a wonderful thing. Right. Uh, and uh, like a lot of young people, I consumed as many calories as I wanted. But what I found shortly after college is uh, those calories weren't quite burning off the same as they used to. Right. And I found myself at the time I wanted to get bigger. Actually, I wanted to get to 200 pounds, right. and I got to 190-some pounds, uh -huh. uh, and I, I realized that actually it didn't look as good on me as I thought it did. Right. I actually looked really bulky. Uh, I actually looked a little heavy, and so it was about 12 years ago I made the decision that this isn't the look I want to have, so I've gone for more of the Bruce Lee kind of look. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, so, so that was one of the setbacks I had, and that is just making a nutritional adjustment. Right. The adjustment of not uh, to take in so many calories. Yeah. And also, I think one of the big things I learned from that particular time was, you know, I used to love to eat till I was stuffed, right? If I didn't go, bed, if I didn't go to bed with my stomach full, something was wrong. 
You know, I was the kind of guy, you know, hey, I go to Burger King, let me get two Whoppers, make them two double Whoppers. I'm transitioning out of that right now. That's right. why I'm laughing. Right, right. So, so learning that, hey, you know what, um, it, it's, it's about what I'm eating and how much of it I'm eating and, of course, when I'm eating it. Right. Uh, so I had to make those adjustments. Right. But then, of course, there are times, you know, when you have injuries. Like I remember um, actually the day after my 25th birthday, I strained my meniscus. Mm. It wasn't doing anything heroic. Right. Just carrying too much stuff at the time. And, uh, you know, when you hurt your meniscus, you can't run anymore. Right. You can't really do a lot of different cardio exercises. Right. And so I transitioned into the pool. And then when I, when I, I thought I was in shape, I could barely swim a lap in a junior Olympic pool. Mm. And so what I realized is that I needed to develop wind doing that. And so it got me into swimming, which I will occasionally incorporate into my, you know, my, my workout routine. Nice. And probably the last example I can give you is um, when I was a single father, my daughter lived with me. Right. Um, it's tough to go to the gym when you're not at work, your children are there with you. So what I used to do with my daughter when she was small was I would take her out to work out with me. Right. Uh, and so what we would do a lot of times is it might be something as simple as just us going out for cardio. Yeah. So she loved to ride her bike. So I say, well, why don't you ride your bike? And daddy will jog. So what she didn't know was she's riding her bike for like three miles. Right. And I'm jogging. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on a side note, I think it's, it's something that really exercise is really great for kids. Yeah, it helps to you know uh, it helps them with their their moods. Yeah, and and all their anxiety and all that just bounciness they have to them, and uh, they end up being pretty calm when you take them on exercise. And you're actually continuing that cycle of that that help, that active environment. And I never thought of it that way, but yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. Nice, and it just happened yeah. automatically because it's something that's a part of your life already. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I like what you said just now as far as like you know when people have injuries, for example, or when people realize that they can't burn calories off as fast as possible and stuff. Yeah. I, one of the interesting things I find about life in the human body is that your body will start to get more and more honest with you yeah. um, as you get older. And, yeah. and, and it gives you, <laughs> and it gives you, no, nah, cause I'm going to put myself in blast in a second, but it gives you a choice. You know, you reach a certain point, usually in your mid to late thirties where your body says, okay, well this isn't happening anymore. You know, you can make this decision and go this way or you can keep doing it this way, but here are the consequences. And so like for me right now, personally, like I'm eating in a certain way because I can get away with it as a 31 year old. But I even recognize right now that 10, maybe even five years from now, I'm going to have to switch some things up. So I like how like your body will allow you to give you the chance. It'll, it'll, it's very smart. It'll say, okay, we don't feel good because we can't function this way anymore. Yeah, exactly. So it seems that's kind of like what you, like what most people experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Whether it, like I said, whether it's, you know, your, your nutrition, right. Uh, whether it is things, for example, like, you know, your time with, you know, with your family right. injuries. Right. Um, so yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree with that. And I admire you, um, being in the middle age range of, <laughs> I don't know any other way to say it. The other thing um, I was going to add though also is, um, is just, you know, your recovery time. Your recovery yeah. time, I think changes. As you exactly. Go. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and talk about middle age people. No, I mean, I didn't know. Other <laughs> Look great. By the way, he's 27 years old. So now, um, uh, so one of the things I admire though, is that around your late 30s, early 40s, or maybe even earlier, you start to get kids. You usually get into your career field at that time. Uh, you have a full-time family. You have all these responsibilities. And it gets really hard right. to have this same routine that you may have been able to sustain when you were younger and single. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges from people in your circle that 
maybe people that you go to school with or other people that you see at the gym or people at work that are in your age group, around your age, but they're not as fit as you. What are some things that you see a lot of people struggle with as far as keeping an active routine as we get older? Well, I think a lot of people like that. In fact, there is a gentleman that uh, we both know yeah. that has a family and, right. and that he's uh, very busy. Unfortunately, he's put on quite a bit of weight. My understanding is that he's had that weight throughout most of his life, right. that he has a, a, car, a high carb diet. Right. Uh, and... Uh, I think that, you know, one of the things that becomes important to understand how to, to manage your schedule better, right? So, you know, I don't get up at, at 4 o'clock in the morning just because I like 4 o'clock in the morning, but I get up because it's a time when I can get things done where there aren't a lot of interruptions and I can go on and still have my day. Yeah. And so what I tell people is you know, you've got to carve out the time for you to be able to take care of yourself. Right. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be very good to your family in the long run. Right. You know, nobody wants to have a father that's struggling with diabetes. Right. Or struggling with heart disease, right. or has stroked out now, and he's in some kind of a home. That's right. that's pretty horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's I mean that's a great point as well too. You touched on it a little bit right now, but um, we make time for. I wrote in a blog post. I forgot what it's called, but it, we make time for what's important to us, right? And so one of my favorite quotes. I forgot who I got it from, but you know everybody has the same twenty four hours in a day. Right. Oprah, Elon Musk has the same twenty four hours that somebody unproductive is you know doing. Right. So. We kind of prioritize what's important to us and hopefully part of my mission is to help people to realize that your health has to be towards the top of the list because what can you do without your health, right? right, right. And so that's why I have daily fit boosts and I'm putting out videos and I'm having people share their stories because I want people to realize that you know, when you put it in the right context, 20 to 30 minutes for three times a day is... A that's not bad to invest in your, your well-being, right? right? After all, what can you do without your health, right? No, absolutely. I agree. So that's where I'm kind of come from. I'm glad you were able to share, share with that. So um, nutrition, big part. That's the fuel. That's the energy that we get. You know, we can, we can go to the gym all we want, but if, we're, you know, if we have you know, crap, junk food as our, as our fuel, we're only going to be able to go so far. So yeah. kind of touch on nutrition, where you're at, some of the theories, maybe some of the, um, the, the eating methods that you've picked up along the way. And yeah. Well, one of the things I tell you that breaks my heart is I've been going to the same gym now for 12 years. Okay. And there are guys that you see come in there every day. They're dedicated. And yet you see them putting on weight. Right. So they're right. on the treadmill grinding right. it out. Right. They're, they're hitting the iron. They're, they're trying to out-eat a, uh, out a bad workout. Exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. bad... Uh, out-work. Out out-work, yeah. Yeah, bad diet, yeah. Um, so, you know, really, you have to have all those different components. Right. Right. You know, you have to have the rest. You have to have the hydration. You have to have the, the workout regimen. And you actually absolutely have to have the nutrition. So what we do here in this household is we have a, a high-protein, low-carb diet, uh, and what we try to do is try not to buy things that that uh, we shouldn't eat. Environment, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. To your point, creating the, the right environment. Also, one of the things I've really come, come to a conclusion about recently is that um, every time we put something in our mouth, we're making a choice, right? So I noticed on one of your, your, your uh, uh, casts that you um, have gotten into carrots. Right? Yeah. And there are times where Uli and I, what we'll do is we'll bring in vegetables because there are times throughout the day you get hungry and why not have some broccoli or have some carrots, have some tomatoes? 
in lieu of something Doritos or something else that may not be the best, you know, for you. Right. 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 And I'm a big proponent of eating both too. So like me and Clarissa, like we'll, we'll, well, she's a chip person. I'm more of a cookie person, but we'll have a little bit of both. And I mean, through the years, I can honestly say that I eat less junk food. Yeah. I don't, I have not cut it out completely. And I don't know if yeah. that will ever happen to be honest, but I have incorporated other foods, other fruits, other vegetables. Like you said, I'm a big, like mini uh, baby carrot eater now yeah. just by happenstance. I just try it out and I can eat it all day yeah. or uh, tangerines and stuff like that. So one thing to your point, one thing that I'm trying trying to kind of incorporate and hope people can get from this is that you know, I don't buy that people can't find one vegetable and one fruit that they can tolerate. You know yeah, what I no, mean? I so just that. kind of adding that to what you're already adding right. for just balance. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I know that you're a, a huge boxing fan. I don't know if you uh, still box actively, box actively or... No. Okay, but you like to watch it. I right? do. All right. We were watching the fight last night. Yeah. The light heavyweight fight. Yeah. Nice, dude. You never miss a fight. I really try not to. Yeah, there you go. I appreciate yeah. that commitment to your, uh, to your hobbies, but... Um, so with, so with working out or I'm sorry, with boxing Mm -hmm. and what you like to do, what are some other activities that you like to do as far as cardio? Like basically I'm trying to say is, do you get any other physical exercise outside of the gym? How do you supplement like other activities? Tennis, for example, I know you're, you and Louie are huge tennis players. So aside from, Including tennis, what are some other things that you like to do for just regular exercise? Gotcha. So b- before we jump into that, I just want to take a step back. Yeah. Um, you know, regarding diet and nutrition. Yeah, yeah. You know, to me, I, I kind of feel like if I don't do the whole thing, in some ways I'm, I'm cheating myself and I'm wasting my time. Right. Right. Everybody spends differing amounts of time in the gym. Right. Everybody, some people have a 20 minute a day routine. Right. Some people have a two hour day routine. Right. But when you look at that amount of time in a week. Right. Whether that's uh, 100 minutes or whether that's, you know, 10 hours. Right. The reality of it is, is that if you're not giving yourself the other components, you're not going to get to where you want to go. Why even waste your time doing it from the beginning? Right. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but regarding exercise and other things like that, one of the things I love is, like you said, tennis. Yeah. I love tennis because there's a, there's a component of tennis that you can't get on a treadmill or an elliptical machine. And that's really a high intensity workout. I mean, when somebody hits a ball, you know, 70, 80, 90 miles per hour to your right, and you have to get over there in a rush, uh, that's, that's just a great caloric burn. Yeah. It's a great opportunity. So yeah. um, I love that. I also love uh, to, to ski. Right, uh, right. Although I don't get to do it as often as I would like to. Um, recently, um, your sister and I were in Costa Rica. Scuba diving, right? I picked up a second scuba diving certification. Nice. So that was really cool. Yeah. And I was asking Uwe, I said, hey, do you think you ever like to come out and, and uh, enjoy me doing this? Um, it's just beautiful. It's a whole other world uh, below the sea. Yeah. It really is very nice. Yeah. Did she end up doing it? Or? No, she hasn't done it yet. Okay. She's, she's in the process of still um, getting stronger as a swimmer. Right. So a few years ago, she started taking swim classes, and, and she's on her way. Yeah. She's really on her way, so I'm excited for her. Yeah, I always, anybody that's ever curious about swimming, I always like, and I'm an okay swimmer, like I, I want to do a triathlon, I'm kind of training for it already, mm-hmm. um, but anybody that is, ever wants to try swimming and pick it up, like it's the best cardio ever. Yeah. It just really is, yeah. breathing, full body, oh, resistance. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love oh, yeah. it. I, I will sometimes, uh, we have a Junior Olympic pool over here, and yeah. I'll go swim in that pool sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, when you swim a mile in that pool, you don't get out thinking it's a nice, easy, relaxing time. Yeah. Uh, it, it is relaxing and it's in a certain kind of way because you're in a zone. Right. But you get out and you actually have a, you have quite a pump. Right. You have quite a pump. No, yeah. really, you really do. Yeah. You really do. So yeah. 
we were able to cover a lot and okay. um I, I really enjoy this episode because it kind of touched on different angles as far as like the busy person with the typical i'm too busy i have a busy schedule thing right i don't know a lot of people that are more busier than you so i, I really appreciate all the stuff that you that you've shared so far and so what i like to do is i like to have my guests share one piece of fitness advice, the number one fitness tip, if you can leave one thing with our listeners mm-hmm. along their fitness journeys, no matter where somebody's at, thinking about it, uh, thinking about working out, just start working out, what's something that you can leave with everyone? I would say do something that is fun for you. Right. So if your thing is to go play soccer, then you should go out and play soccer. Right. You know, if your thing is basketball, go play basketball. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I run outside sometimes. Um, I know, you know, we talked about uh, going on a trail hike. Yeah. I'm not a trail hike person. Right. But I do like to run trails. Right. And so sometimes I go up to Palos Verdes, I go run trails. Yeah. So I think it's about you finding something that you really enjoy because if you enjoy it, you're more likely to stay with it. Exactly. And what I do doesn't have to be what you do. Yeah. But you do want to find something that you can do and do it with consistency. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome message. And like, that's why I wanted you to bring up a lot of the activities that you do outside of the gym as well too, whether it's, um, you used to box, tennis, um, scuba diving, all this other stuff, because a lot of people think when they think exercise or working out, they automatically think gym, right? Heavyweights and stuff right. like that. But no, I mean, exercise, I mean, it can be walking your dog around the block, you know, yeah. it can be going to the park. Yeah. Um, like my parents start to do. So like, that's, those are the type of things where I think exercise, I want people to think, what do I enjoy doing actively? Exactly. Which is a great yeah, like point. Like your mother does this, the video. She likes to step. Exactly. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, hoping to get her awesome. on. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Cause those videos are cool. She can share about that. All right. So to wrap it up, we're going to end with some rapid, quick fire questions. Okay. You did your homework. So you know what's coming. <laughs> and, um, I told you that I switched up the questions. I did not though. That's I did okay. not switch up the question. I That's did not have it. Right. I was thinking about you it. You were trying to make but me I didn't sweat. Ha- yeah, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to catch you off guard. Um, but here we go, nevertheless. So what's the first thing Gannon thinks of when he wakes up? Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Let's Would get you it. rather be a master of every musical instrument or be fluent in every language? Fluent in every language would be Why really so? wonderful. Man, you could communicate with people all over the world. That would just be hot. Yeah, every yeah. country you go to, you're just fluent, man. Like Costa Rica, I, I don't I don't speak much Spanish. I can speak Spanish. Yeah. When we were in Paris, I don't speak any French. Right. I think French is a very difficult language. Yeah. Uh, and we almost missed our flight because I couldn't call for a taxi. Uh, and so no it would be way. great to be able to, to be able to speak yeah. French. It's humbling when you go to another country and the predominant language is not English. Yeah, exactly. It makes you feel small. It does. But it's very humbling. And yeah. to your point, that would be awesome to be able to speak their language. Um, would you rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut? Deep sea diver, right? Deep sea diver. <laughs> would you rather take a guaranteed 100,000 or a 50 50 shot at a million? I'll go for the million. You go for a million. Yeah. You're a high roller. Tacos or pizza? You know what? Actually, I love pizza. You love pizza. I really love pizza. And that's part of the thing is to have the discipline to not indulge in the stuff you love all the time. Yeah. I love pizza. I love vodka. I love chocolate. And we just can't, we can't be gluttons. Yeah. Right? The word Moderation. Us, yeah. The word, the word warned us about being gluttonous. Yeah. You know what? One thing I want to share with you is that um, yeah. uh, I recently read something about Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. That she's given up like alcohol. She's given really? up a lot of uh, high carb stuff. She's given up a lot of sugary stuff. Yeah. And she just looks amazing. Yeah. And I just find it very inspirational. Yeah. Uh, and so I think you know from time to time I do these fasts. Yeah. Uh, where we have, you know, no cakes, cookies, candies, sodas, coffees, teas. Nice. Uh, and after about 20 days or so, 
Man, you get ripped. So you and you and Uwe do the fast? Usually I do them alone. Okay. Yeah. Uwe, right. Uwe is not as supportive as I like. I mean, she's over there having her tea in front yeah, of me. That's gonna be but, fun. But she will be helpful that she won't, you know, she won't bring it into the house. So yeah, I appreciate that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and to uh, your point, like Jennifer Lopez, yeah, she's aging very well and she um is. she's actually doing the Super Bowl this year. Did you know that? I she's didn't doing, know that. Yeah, she's doing a halftime show. So shout out to her. All right, dogs or cats? Oh dogs. Breakfast or dinner? I love breakfast. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Money or free time? You know what? If you have the money, you can get the free time. So I'll take the money. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Beach or mountains? Uh, beach. Winter or summer? Uh, summer. What did you want to be as a kid growing up? You know what? Actually, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Really? Yeah. And then I wanted to be a pro football player. And you have a love for goldfish, right? Profound yeah. love for goldfish. <laughs> I have a love for animals. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, one famous person, dead or alive, you'd love to have dinner with? Oh, man. You know what? Uh, I'd love to have dinner with uh, Mandela. Hmm, okay, why so? You know, well, Mandela, if you know his story, you know, it's about a guy who found his voice, expressed his voice uh, for equality in his country. Right. Uh, unfortunately, he was incarcerated for 27 years. Of course. But he comes out, uh, uh, all Africans have the right to vote now. Mm -hmm. uh, he gets voted into office, and people are thinking it's time we can get some get back. Right. Uh, and Mandela said, this is not what this is about. This is about building the best South Africa we can build. Right. Uh, and so he's a man, for me, his story is not just about standing up for what's right, but it's also about uh, compassion, right. forgiveness, yeah. and leadership. Right. So there's a lot I can learn from that. For sure, yeah. for sure. On a random side note, like um, I was looking at flights to like different places on vacation. I just randomly came across South Africa. And it is just super expensive is to get really out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think it's because of the travel. Yeah. Yeah, just ran. That was a random. Well, I don't know if you know or not. Uwe and I are planning to go to Nigeria next year. Oh, nice! And so while we're there, we're thinking you're welcome to join us. But yeah, while we're might there, have to do that. Yeah, we're thinking about uh, trying to figure out whether or not we could squeeze in going to South Africa. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, I would love to do that for so, sure. Yeah, either way, it's on my list. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, I might have to tag along with you guys for that. All right, last question: If you can be any animal in the world, what would it be and why? Let me take a guess: a lion. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that would have been a shot at you. You don't want to be a goldfish. Those guys you know, have the attention span of like two seconds. You know what I'd be? I'd like to be a killer whale. Mmm. Okay, why so? Because a, a killer one. whale, man, is like is like the lion of the sea, right? But he gets to do it kind of, I guess, like a lion. He gets to do it with his pride. Right. Right? He gets to do it with his family. Right. I mean, you know, whales don't mess with killer whales. Great white sharks don't mess with killer whales. Mm. Killer whales go wherever they want to go. Yeah. They hunt however they, they choose. If you get a chance, check it out on YouTube. Yeah, we watch those uh, Animal Planet things on uh, Netflix all the time. But yeah. they're, they're I, I don't know if I've seen one, but they're very territorial, right? Well, or they, like they're they, colon, colonial. Is that the word? Like they're, they're in, in packs. Yeah. yeah uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. They, they call them packs. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. nice, huh? Yeah. Well, hey, Gannon, thank you so much for coming on. I know that you're a very busy guy. Once again, we had to do some shifting around and scheduling for this. I appreciate it, especially you letting me into your wonderful home. And um, I just want to wish you the best of luck on your consistency Thank and you. just keeping a um, keeping a winning environment. I think that's a good takeaway as well. So best of luck with that. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope that you enjoyed today's People Like You guest, Mr. Gannon Brown. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Friday for another episode of People Like You. And let's do this again sometime.